Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to the June 3rd edition of the Walker AC Experience. I'm your host, Walker AC, and to you, my friends, yes, you are my friends, I'm Go By Adrian. It's a simplistic thing. Come on, folks, keep up. I mean, you've been a part of this ride for a couple of years. Now you know how this works. A brief update, I'm doing much better other than the occasional hacking of weird stuff and uh, lack of sleep, but I'm getting better. I'm a whole lot better than I was last Friday. And I go back and I listen to that show and I cannot believe, number one, I sounded like that. Oh boy, that was pretty bad. And number two, it's Friday again. This week has just gone by extremely fast. I blinked my eyes and it's Friday. It's time to hit that record. It's time to talk to you guys once again. I'm not gonna lie. I was sick as all get out. I don't remember too much of the week. I had to go back and listen to the show, but I'm feeling better. I'm well rested and I'm thinking it's time to, uh, to get real and talk again to everyone. But of course we thank podbead.com for hosting this show. Once again, four years going strong. You can find us under Walker ac76.podbean.com. That's Walker ac76.podbean.com also show the experience some love hop on cafepress.com forward slash w a c e that will allow you to buy some stuff and support the show it'll be t-shirts koozies stationaries everything else in between and also on top of that you can find us on twitter at walker ac experience 76 follow me on twitter I post pictures of cats and weird phrases and links to the shows and animation and everything in between. Follow me, I'll follow you back. I have 500 followers. That's not too bad for an old fogey like myself reaching out into the, you know, the, the, you know, like the media streams and all that fun stuff and social media and all the blah, blah in between. But today's um, sermon, Sherman? Yeah, no, today's sermon, folks, is something I've been pondering for a little while here and there. Um, coming out of my sickness, whether I think I had SARS, I'm not too sure, or maybe Ebola. Hmm, maybe, maybe SARS, maybe COVID, maybe monkeypox. I'm not too sure yet. Haven't broken out in the hives yet, but the night is still young. It gave me a time to ponder, and I keep reverting back to my old age. The older I get, you know, the more I look back on things and the more I continue to alter my way of thinking. And I come to realize that I'm continuing to forgive more people as life goes on. I'm not too sure if it's the old adage of as your life gets shorter, your memories get longer. And you tend to look back at things that have angered you at one point in time of your life. And you always wonder all the, the vitriol, all the hatred you put towards someone for whatever reason you know, does that hate stay with you the older you get? And I look back at it and I never really hated anyone. I've had strong dislike for people or 
disappointment in people or just utter disdain, stuff like that. And as we get older, in my humble opinion, the little things like that, like hatred and, and, and disdain for people, all that stuff just fades away. And I believe it's all part of getting older. It's all part of maturing more and growing as a human being because I keep making the joke as my second life goes on, there are a lot of things I'll look back at and I just throw up my hands kind of and I just look at myself and go, why am I angry? Or why was I angry at that person, place, thing, scenario, situation, anything you want to call it? And I ask myself, self, I call myself that in the third person, do you really hate this person, this group, um, this particular thing anymore? And the answer is always no. And then I try to make sure that I'm not lying to myself when I say, okay, no, I don't hate this person or I don't dislike this person or I'm not disappointed in this person anymore. Because whatever the reason is, which is inconsequential, the reason is, and you waste all this energy on this one person or persons that you feel that have wronged you, whether it be years ago or months ago or days ago, and you hold on to that. You hold on to that hatred. And hate is such a strong word because I really don't hate anybody. You know, I guess, you know, you can call me simple. I guess you can call me basic. But I just don't have that energy to waste on hating somebody or to strongly dislike somebody just for whatever reason because I think when you hate someone you take all that energy and you take all the thoughts about that person and it's the cliche they live rent free in your head for the longest time and all you can do is think of all the things that they've done to you in the past that you just couldn't let go of and you grit your teeth and and you want to tell everybody you want to scream it out to the universe you know, why you didn't like that person and you want all that attention and all the, you know, the, the energy from other people on your side to really back you up because in your own story, you're never the bad guy in your own story. You're never the villain in your own story because it's the whole purpose of telling tall tales to friends or to acquaintances, all the trials and tribulations and the woes that you've been through and how this person has done you wrong or this family member has done you wrong or this ex has done you wrong and so on and so on and so on because you want that validation to have someone look at you and go oh my god you're right and i know that person and i'm going to hate that person too or i don't know that person but what you described will make me hate that person too and then you come away from the your interaction and you're like ha i feel tremendous because i know that the person that I got to first hates the person that I hate. And that's weird, strange mindfuck that you take yourself on throughout the years. And then as time goes on, and we hope that we evolve as human beings, and I'm not just saying it because I try to evolve every single day, that you really kind of look in the mirror and ask yourself, what good is this gonna do that I dislike this person so much. And in all reality, I guarantee you, I truly guarantee you that the person that you spend so much energy loathing, they don't really think about you. 
They don't really care that you're upset. They don't really care the situation. I can pretty much guarantee you that the situation in your head is a small microcosm in theirs. Because, right or wrong, the situation happened. It occurred. And they moved on. But a part of you still holds on to that because you're looking for that, that, that intangible thing that you know you're not going to get. And I know what that is that, that you're looking for. You're looking for that apology. You're looking for that acknowledgement. You're looking for that person that you've had them rent space in your head, rent free for the longest time. You want them to look at you and go, I'm sorry. And that's what you want. You just want the I'm sorry. You want the acknowledgement of the wrongdoing that's happened. And once again, I'm using that word guarantee a lot. And I don't like that word guarantee because that word to me is, is promised to you. No matter what happened, it's promised to you. But in this situation, I'm using the word guarantee. I guarantee you that you're not going to get that apology. You're not going to get the acknowledgement. You're not going to get the movie-esque dialogue of... I wronged you. This is why I wronged you. I understand now why it was wrong and I'm sorry. And then the music will play in the background and you guys will have that special moment, that special hug, handshake, fist bump of friendship. And you guys will have a better understanding on how life works and things will go on. And it's not the case, unfortunately, because life isn't the movies. It's not a TV show. It's one of those things that, that you'll see in a meme that you will never get the apology that you feel you deserve. So why hold on to hate? Why hold on to, to, to bitterness? Why hold on to anything negative that will affect your health as a human being moving forward? Now, this is why another an old cliche, the good die young, but the pricks last forever. And I'll tell you why the pricks last forever is because they don't care. And that's not saying that that's a detriment against them because each person is a special case. Each person has their own rhyme or reason for what they do. It's just in my humble opinion, the quote unquote pricks, the quote unquote villains, the quote unquote bad guys, they last longer because they don't care. They don't acknowledge the wrongdoings. They don't acknowledge your feelings and they're not supposed to. This is why I guess as I get older, I look at both sides of the coin because truthfully speaking, I've been on both sides of the coin. I've been the bad guy. I've wronged people. I've said the wrong things. I've treated people harsh and I've done things that I'm not proud of. And of course, as I stand here on my soapbox, I'm not the only one. We've all done it. And also I've been on the other side of the spectrum to where things have been done wrong to me that I've held on to for so many years. And I've always asked that question repeatedly in my head, the why, you know, the why would they do that? Or why would they say that? Or why would they put this out in the universe? Why would I be painted in a different light? You know, am I really the bad guy? Am I really the good guy? Is my story really the truth? Or is their story really the truth? And then you find yourself, you know, taking a little bit of time or however long that you feel, however, heavy your heart is or how heavy your mind is and sometimes you wonder is that forgiveness available will my enemy forgive me will i forgive myself will i forgive my quote-unquote enemy what is forgiveness to me and i'll i can only speak for myself but over the years i've been wronged just like you in so many different ways and we've handled it in so many different ways i personally have 
taken people who've wronged me to heart because that's just the way my upbringing is. And I've always asked that question of why, you know, and I've always pointed that finger, that judgmental finger that I've always should have pointed at myself. The why did they do this? Or why did they say this? Or why did they feel the need to take this particular route to put, to show themselves in a different light versus me? And I've always held on, you know, to the angst I have, you know, but in my forties and in my mid forties and to where I am right now, I can honestly look at myself in the mirror and ask myself, do I have any, any hatred, any bitterness, anything, anything resembling that in my heart? And I can say, no, I can honestly say no. And I can honestly adore the person I see in the mirror, or I can even go so far as to say, I understand why they said what they said or why they did what they did or why they felt the need to take a non-traditional route as far as painting me in a different light to someone else. Now I can make up excuses all day long or I can come up with theories all day long to why person A did to this to person B and so on and so on. Because the story that you tell, you're always a good guy. You're always the hero. Even if you did something wrong, it's all justified. So I'm not going to insult your intelligence by trying to explain to you why I feel that this person has wronged me years ago, months ago, days ago, hours ago, because it's inconsequential. I don't have an answer because I'm not them. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what they were feeling. I don't know if they feel the same way. I really don't care if they feel the same way now because life has moved on. Life moves so fast on a day-to-day -day basis. Your enemies, the people that don't like you, the people for whatever reason look at you differently, they really don't care about why they feel about the way they feel about you. Or the reasoning they will give will never ever satisfy you. It will never answer the questions that you have deep down in the recesses of your mind to wonder why things were said the way they were said. So it all goes back to forgiveness because I believe that to grow and to continue to grow and to continue to live a fruitful life, you must release and you must forgive. Now, please don't get me wrong. I'm far from saint. It takes a while to forgive. It takes a while to let go. It takes a while to really be comfortable in your own skin to realize that you're not going to get the answers that you so demand, not the universe, not your friends, not your family, not your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your wife, your husband, or your pet. You're not going to get those answers that you want. So as I've learned, because I'm still continuing, I'm still trying my best folks, bear with me. You're my rock. You got me. As I continue to grow and to learn, I like to hold on to the people that have my back. I like to hold on to the people that love me and to support me and to really know who I am. Those people I tend to hold on to. The people don't like me actually like them too because the people that actually spend the energy and whatnot hating the inner fiber beings of Walker AC, to me, it just gives me a little bit of a chuckle because I understand that I was there. The hatred and the vitriol that I've had someone who've wronged me so much and that I've kept in the, in, the, in, in the forefront of my brain 
so that I can spout out their names and and coo and crow and cry and kvetch about how how much wrong they've done to me, not realizing that I'm giving them the energy, I'm giving them the power, and I'm giving them just part of my being, part of who I am, just to spout rhetoric about them and what they've done to me versus just forgiving, letting it go, and moving on. And on top of that, actually wishing them the best. And once again, I'm not going to sit on my soapbox believing or thinking that I'm better than you. Because I'm not, my dear snowflakes. No one's better than you, but no one is damn sure better than me. But I believe that I have an understanding that I've said it before in my podcast. For those of you who loves me, it's reciprocated. For those of you that hate me, I thank you for your passion and your passion and energy which allows me to, to, to persevere, to do better, to better myself on a daily basis, to sit in front of my microphone every Friday with zero fear the moment I hit that record button. Because I always have that fear in the back of my mind that I'm going to produce a horrible show or a show that's not going to relate, a show that's not going to make you feel. It's not going to reach out and touch you as a, as a person, as a soul. And either will make you say, this show is full of shit, or this show may make you think just a little bit. And so going back to the people that don't like me or the people that hate me or the people that have that disdain towards me, I still thank you because I feel your energy that you still put me in your mind to speak my name and to speak negative of me because love me or hate me, that energy you put out still fuels me to have me do this show, to have me do my animation, to have me continue to be an entrepreneur, to have me be the top 1% and continue my legacy of who I am and the Walker C experience and things after that, after I'm gone, or the accolades that I have done this past year and to toot my own horn and stand on my stoke box because the people that love and support me is a tremendous thing because they speak my name with respect they speak it with love they speak it with passion and once again the ones that hate me they still speak my name and that's tremendous and i want those people that does not like walker ac or the sees something in me that that is negative or that is demonic or that is truly truly evil it's okay because i want them to do well in life too I think as we get older, and I'll keep hearkening back on that, I think as we get older, I think there is a certain part of our lives where we, we, where we want everyone to do well. We want everyone to succeed. And I can't see, and I don't really want to see someone that I used to disdain do horrible or someone that has wronged me do horrible. I don't want to see bad things happening to my quote-unquote enemies. I don't want them to be homeless or jobless or lonely or destitute or anything of the sort. I want everyone to flourish because who knows? I may see my quote-unquote enemy one day walking down the road being happy and having that inner peace that I preach so much about. And I would be a hypocrite if I preached everyone inner peace except for the ones that don't like me. Because how is that fair? 
I mean, that makes zero sense. I want to see the ones that don't like me. I want them to, I want them to succeed. I want them to be internally wealthy. I want them to be happy. I want them to have someone that cares about them, a family that cares about them, loved ones, husbands, wives, everything, everything that I want, everything that I'm striving for, I want them to have the exact same thing so that if I ever lock eyes with my enemies one day and they lock eyes with me and they sneer or they roll their eyes or they say something horrific, I can look at them and smile and go, I'm glad you're doing all right. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad life is treating you well as it's treating me. Go with God and all that fun stuff in between whatever, you know, whatever you believe. But the, the purpose of this sermon is we just forgive because you never know when it's your time. You never know when your time is up, when it's time to hop on that bus and take that trip to wherever you believe you're going to go. And how do you want your moments? How do you want your life? How do you want your final thoughts to be? Do you want your thoughts to be the fact that, oh, I hate this person for what they've done to me five years ago or two years ago? Ooh, I want them to, to be miserable and horrible. And I don't want them to have the happiness that I have or the happiness that I'm striving for. I want them to be miserable. I believe that's not really a good way to live. I believe that the best revenge is success. And why just stop at your success? Why not wish success on others? No matter how they've treated you, no matter how wrong they've done you, just you want everybody to succeed because that's the main goal in life. Why would you want someone crumbling at your feet? What does that do for you as a person? Doesn't that defeat the purpose of being a good human being? And I guess it's just me. I guess it's just my my mindset that I've had these past couple of years because I've always been a jovial person, a positive person. And as I get older, the less curmudgeon I become, the less bitter, the less angry I've become. I think that I've etched a permanent internal smile inside of me because I just want everyone to do well. Other than, you know, strangers walking into Castle Walker, which is never going to happen. I want everyone outside to be happy and to be fruitful and to have that same love and passion as I do for life itself. And no matter what they want to do, no matter what they're doing at this very moment, I want it to be happy and successful because contrary to popular belief, I've seen misery. I've lived misery. I've lived hopelessness. I've lived pity. I've lived sorrow. I lived all the things that you try to, you know, you try to grow from, not escape. You'll never escape, you know, emotions. You'll never escape it, but you can blossom from it. And I blossomed from the misery and the pain and the anguish and the loathing and the dreary. And I've surpassed that into the internal peace and into the internal happiness and everything in between. Yes. There will be some speed bumps along the way. Not going to lie. I've experienced the speed bumps on a daily basis, but I understand and I acknowledge this. Those are speed bumps because I look at the big picture. I look at the grand scheme. I look at the, you know, I look at the movie. I look at the big picture 
And the big picture is pretty damn good because I put myself in that position for a pretty good movie ending. And I believe if I end the show today and I perish, I believe I lived a pretty damn good movie because I acknowledge where I come from. I've acknowledged what I've been through. I've acknowledged the ups and the downs and everything in between. I understand that I'm not a perfect person, not even close to being a perfect person. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, I've done horrible, horrible things. And will I continue to do horrible, horrible things? Probably. But I think the good things I do will outshine those horrible things that I've done, that I will do, that I will continue to do, because I'm human. That's how I am, folks. Don't put on airs. I'm just a good person with an $80 microphone, with an expensive laptop, and with Sherbet the Cat by my side, and my little one in the distance. I think I did pretty damn good. So, who do you forgive? Who will you forgive as life goes on? Who do you feel that you can't forgive, but that you eventually will? Send us an email, slackingmajestically01 yahoo.com. That's slackingmajestically01 yahoo.com. Of course, find us on Twitter at WalkerACExperience76. Follow me, I'll follow you right back. Find me on Instagram under experience by Adrian76. That's with an X instead of an E. And of course, you can listen to us on all the free platforms from Google Podcasts to Samsung Podcasts to Alexa. Everything in, everything in between to the comment section below. This has been the Walker AC Experience. I have been Adrian. You've been my fans, my friends, my family, my loved ones, my pets, and everything in between. And until next week, actually before I sign off, let me send a special get well to Ashley Majestic. Unfortunately, she's under the weather again. That's why I haven't heard from her in the past couple of weeks. And send her your thoughts and prayers and everything in between. Leave her some sarcastic comments because this is how she breathes, folks. She lives and breathes and dies by sarcasm. Trust me. So get a speedy recovery, Ashley Majestic. We miss you. Can't wait to hear from you again. Stay tuned for all the shows in between time and in the meantime, and as I sit here, right here, right now, I will see you next Friday as promised.